All right, today is December 31st, beginning audio recordings for Tales of the Great Transfiguration, episode 5, episode title, um, TBD. New Year's Eve, my last day in Providence. I have to admit, I don't want to go. I like it here, the people, the places. There's nowhere like Providence. I've even gotten used to the transformations. They're pretty terrifying at first, but they feel normal now. Every once in a while, you'll hear a little as something turns into a monkey or something. You check their wallet for an ID, slap a hello, my name is sticker on them, and everyone goes about their day. Honestly, I thought New Year's would be a somber occasion for the people of Providence, but the city's been buzzing. There are songbirds in the trees, string lights wound around giraffes, and pigeons popping into confetti in the sky. Everyone's excited to ring in the new year. Alice! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! You're the demolitionist that got the elephant out of the House of Representatives, right? The very same! Got him out of there in record time. A wall here. A beam there. Bish bash bush. And out he came. Boop! Bloop! <laughs> <laughs> Easy as that. I didn't expect to find you working on New Year's Eve. Oh, sure. We're always destroying something or other. Idle hands and all that. And what are you knocking down now? We're making room for the new statue. Some uh, commemorative something or other to remember the Great Transfiguration. City's orders. They said, hey, we're installing this big marble such and such in the town square right by the roundabout. Make some room. So we're making room. Bada-bing. Bada-boom and all that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get to the roundabout, and what do we see? A big old statue of some guy. Big bronze number, just taking up space. So we look the big guy up and down, and we says to ourselves, we says... No, that's gotta come down. Had to take the whole thing down. Hence the heavy machinery. Out with the old. In with the new, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with the old statue? Hard to say. Not our area of expertise. Maybe they'll melt it down. Turn it into a whole new statue. And the cycle repeats. But that's nothing new, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where are you off to? I wanted to check in with Laura Lee's sacrificial blood drive before they start dumping blood in the ocean. All right, that's tonight. Did either of you end up donating? No, ma'am. Never got around to it. You? I'm anemic. No kidding. You learn mm -hmm. something new every day. You think you know a person and then bam, they just show you a whole new side? You know, my cousin's got low iron levels too. Which cousin? The wobbly one. Frank's anemic? I thought he just had an inner ear infection. That was Mark. Who's Mark? The guy with the ear infection. Why am I confused? <laughs> they were both at my sister's wedding. Kept dropping the silverware. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Oh my god, no way. No way! Okay, o okay, where are you headed? Providence Medical? That's close by. I think I can make it. I excuse me, Providence Medical, it's that way, right? Correctamundo. Couple blocks away. Thank you! Gotta go! My friend's having a baby! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Take care of yourself! Eat more protein! <laughs> Hi. Uh, I just wanted to document that on December 31st, as of 1038-ish, um, Nancy Daniels has become a mother. 
It was such a sight. Not the birth. I couldn't really watch the nitty-gritty bits of it. I was just there for moral support. But get this. Nancy was stuck in traffic, so I actually got to the hospital before them. So there I was. I'm waiting for her out on the front steps. And I look down the street, and it's just bumper-to-bumper -bumper New Year's traffic. Nancy's like miles away. But all of a sudden, I hear this popping sound as every car on the road explodes into bubbles. It was spectacular. Like, I'd never seen that many bubbles before. And the only car that didn't change was Nancy's. I mean, what are the odds of that? This red Subaru coasting through the foam. I guess word got around that there was a baby on the way because one by one, all these people from her baby shower showed up. I think we were all worried that she'd be alone, but the room was packed. They had to set up wet floor signs like pylons just to give the doctor's room to work. And out the window, staring into the room was the face of a giant gorilla. Anyway, the delivery goes smoothly. Honestly, she was probably extra slippery from all the bubbles on the way in, so the baby just popped right out. And all of a sudden, she's holding this kid. She cried. We cried. And I'm just watching this woman become a mother. It was surreal. Like I was looking at a different person. It's strange. In this city where people are turning into cabbages and stuff, who would have thought that something as natural as having a baby would be the thing that blew my mind? Knock, knock. Hi. Hey. Is she sleeping? Yeah, out like a light. And where's the little guy? Oh, just running a couple tests. Apparently that's normal. Transfiguration related? Yeah, I think so. It's wild to think that he'll grow up and never know a world before the Great Transfiguration. A time before his dad was a gorilla, before there was a giant alligator swimming in the ocean. All these things we're so scared of. Maybe they won't be so scary for him. Maybe. He's still there. Never left the window. Hi, Kevin. Kevin was always such a sweet guy. Glad to see that hasn't changed. He and Nancy are good together. Yeah. If you've got New Year's plans, we can take over from here. Really? Yeah, you were first on the scene. You've done your time. I was kind of hoping to catch the sacrificial blood drive. Go, go! We've got it from here. Okay, thanks. Bye, Nancy. Good luck. Truck's almost full, but I think we can fit a couple more pints of the O-negative in the passenger seat. No days off, huh? Alice, good to see you. Hi, Laura. How's the drive going? Good, good. We're just getting everything loaded up, and then we'll be heading over to Swan Point. I've got my watch set. We'll dump the blood into the ocean when the moon's at its zenith. Sounds like a good time for a sacrifice. Right? Zenith. Do you think we'll have some stars aligned tonight? I mean, there's a bunch of them out there. Some of them will probably be in a line, right? Makes sense. I've been reading a lot of books on magic. Zenith and star alignment comes up a lot. What do they say about New Year's? Not as much, but it can't hurt, right? It's an anniversary. There's power in repetition, right? Sure. This'll work, right? Why are you asking me? You've done all the reading. I'm just nervous. What if the planets aren't aligned? That's a thing. Or what if the stars are aligned in the wrong direction? I'm sure it'll be fine. 
<sighs> this is it. You feeling all right? I just want things to go back to normal. What if this doesn't work? Then I guess this is normal. A new normal? Just like that? Are you really satisfied with that? No reason why things are the way they are? As a journalist, doesn't that piss you off? A little, yeah. It would be nice to tie everything up in a neat little bow, fix the problem, bring the story full circle. But I'm not a scientist, so I can't explain the science of things. And I don't know anything about magic or miracles. All I can do is talk to people. Check in, see how everyone's doing. Why did you come here if not for answers? A morbid curiosity, maybe? Maybe I just wanted to see what I'd turn into. I should have gotten my dad and I out of here after last New Year's. We were lucky to survive the Battle of the Bubble Bath. We pushed our luck thinking, oh, we'll be fine, we'll never change. And now he's a frog forever. Well, he's certainly a frog for now. He's not supposed to be anything but himself. Is your dad comfortable? I guess so. Sometimes I let him hop around in the garden. Is he having fun out there in the garden? I think so. Maybe that's enough. So my dad turned into a frog for no reason. Not no reason. Just less of a reason than we'd like. I'm sure he enjoyed his time as your dad, and it sounds like he's enjoying his time as a frog too. But why him and not me? Did you want to be a frog? No. Does anyone really know what they want to be? <laughs> Good question. Evening, Jack. Oh, Alice. So what brings you to Swan Point on this fine New Year's Eve? Ah, nice gun. Thanks. Mind if I sit? Suit yourself. I heard they denied your latest hunting license application. You heard right. How many denials does it make it? Thirty-eight. Hmm. Any New Year's plans? Just the one. You really think the instigator's gonna show up? I think there's a good chance. Laura's blood drive should be pulling up any minute now. They'll chum the waters with their sacrifice, and as soon as I see those big pink eyes, I'll take my shot. I'll drop them with one round and put an end to all this nonsense once and for all. You really think shooting an alligator's gonna reverse the Great Transfiguration? I do. And what if it doesn't? You'll have killed the instigator for nothing. It's a monster. It's waiting in our waters to snap us up the minute we let our guard down. I'm doing the city a favor. It hasn't done anything. Why can't we just live with it? Live with it? Don't tell me you're actually comfortable living in a world like this. At any moment, the love of your life could turn into sand and slip through your fingers. Is that what happened to your wife? How did you... I looked you up after our interview. Don Johnson... She transformed during the Battle of the Bubble Bath, right? She left behind a husband and a son, Jack and Jimmy Johnson. So I'm a widower. So what? Everyone in town's lost someone. Who are you to judge? You haven't had to live through all this. You're an outsider. What do you know about loss? I'm well acquainted, Jack. A year ago, 
I lost both my folks the old-fashioned way. Car accident. And if I could kill an alligator to bring them back, I would have done it in a heartbeat. But I think we both know that's not how it works. After I lost them, the only thing I had to hold on to were the memories. The birthdays and recitals. <laughs> swimming lessons and graduations. The times we went to the zoo. The family yard sales. New Year's. You can only make so many memories. And when you're gone, Jimmy's going to remember nights like tonight. I don't think it's worth it, Jack. Hunting this alligator, spending New Year's alone. It's not worth missing a memory over. How can you be so sure? <laughs> well, I've had a year to think about it. Also, Laura canceled the blood drive. Oh, now you tell me. Figured all the blood would do more good in a hospital than out at sea. She's probably right. You know, if you hurry, you might be able to make it home before the fireworks. Traffic's light this year. Most of the cars turned into bubbles a couple hours ago. You don't say. Well, I, I guess I'll see you around, Alice. Happy New Year, Jack. Mom? Dad? It's been a while since we talked. I've been keeping myself busy these days. I'm on a trip. Technically, it's for work, but it hasn't really felt like it. I think you'd like it here. Dishwashers fall out of the sky every once in a while, but it's not that bad once you get used to it. Oh, a friend of mine just had a baby. Her husband's a gorilla, but he's a really nice guy. I've been meeting new people and seeing new things, making new memories. Anyway, I guess I just wanted to wish you a happy new year and to let you know that I'm doing all right. <laughs> oh, I'll have to edit all this out. Honestly, I can't really wrap my head around the fact that this is my last day in the city. Tomorrow I'm gonna return to normal to the old normal, where people are just people and nothing more, surrounded by people that don't understand what it's like to come face to face with the terror of transformation and learn to live with it. Because the world is full of people that get it, and those that don't. And I think I'm starting to understand. Maybe just a little. 10 seconds to midnight. Hello, my name is Alice Turner, signing off.
Thank you for listening to Tales of the Great Transfiguration. This episode was written by Ben Townsley, with direction by Andrea Sardison, and featuring the voice talents of Ardith Boxel, Rena Jolly, Kara Joseph, Ross McMillan, and Genevieve Peltier. Our sound designer is MJ Dandino, with audio engineering by Daphne Finlayson. Tales of the Great Transfiguration was produced by the Village Conservatory with the Crescent Arts Centre. Support for the show is provided by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Winnipeg Arts Council. For more information about this podcast, please visit villageconservatory.com tail.